Hey guys, hey guys, what it do? What's going on? We back one more show doing this whole thing again. And this week we got it jam packed for y'all on the sports, but even bigger on the gaming tip. And let me go ahead and get the introductions out the way so we can hop right in this jam. My name is Killer. Of course, he's going to call me that. I prefer if some of y'all use my damn name, the one my mama gave me back in 88. You just called me Jay. And I'm joined here by my brother, my ace, my dog. Even though his number was eight. <laughs> yeah. Even though I'm not a dog myself. Eight gang, eight gang, dog gang. Not the Cleveland Browns. You know what it is. Crazy eight. Yeah, y'all. So like I said, man, we got a big time show for y'all today. So we're going to hop right up into it. But we're going to do it a little differently. We're going to do sports first because gaming, like I said, big news. We want to do as much time for that as possible. So we're going to just jump right into sports since sports is starting to wind a little bit because things are starting to end a bit. Man, we're starting to get to that time period where um, where you start caring. Sport. Yeah, it's like on, the only thing on TV is baseball, <laughs> and that shit suck. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like. I mean, I'm, you don't watch hockey. I do. I've been enjoying the playoffs. I've been enjoying these playoffs. Hey, look. Look. Only thing hockey good for is fighting. <laughs> I ain't trying to see. I ain't trying to see nobody ice skate up and down. Like, nah, I'm I'm straight on that. You got that. Yeah, I mean, I've been enjoying it. I, last show, I, you know, y'all probably know I was actually watching the Calgary game last week. So I enjoy myself, but we're going to hop into it. Calgary, ain't that like Bret Hart? Yeah, that's where he's from. Calgary, Alberta, Canada, yeah. thought so. But the Calgary Flames, who I was watching that week. But You speaking a foreign language, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. (laughs) This guy is on one tonight, y'all. It's true. (laughs) So we got the NBA Finals matchup. We got the two deepest teams in all of basketball. We got two homegrown teams, which is rare. In this era of basketball, extremely rare. They have two homegrown teams. And for those who don't know what that means, these teams are drafted, not built through free agency. These were drafted teams. Like, you look at the picks, look at the draft history, the players are on there. For the most part. For the most part. Now, Personally, for y'all who don't know the matchup, if you've been under a rock, ain't been listening to us for the last month, we got the Dubs, the Warriors versus the Celtics. So basically, California versus Boston again. Now, um, personally, in this matchup, I believe this is going to be the beginning of passing of the torch as far as where the next dominant franchise is going to come from. In a sense, but I will still take Golden State in six. I think they just that much deeper. I'm taking Golden State in six. If if Boston finds a way to win it, it wouldn't shock me. I'm not saying that Boston doesn't stand a chance, but just how getting fed that both teams are really deep. There's a few things I can lean on to give Golden State the nudge. And a lot of that has to deal with experience. I do think that does matter when you get to the finals. It, it does matter. To an extent, it matters. Like Kawhi's experience pushed them, even though 
I believe that was probably the cheapest ring that a team has ever gotten was when, when Toronto beat um, Golden State because Golden State basically was calling people who they know picked up a basketball in the last three months to come fill out that roster because they were that hurt. But as far as experience goes, I think that is something that I can lean on when it comes down to who I'm picking in this one. And that's why I'm leaning toward it. But I and a part of me doesn't want to pick against to me the best player in these playoffs. Which has been Jason Tatum. <laughs> Who's been playing better ball than Jason Tatum in these playoffs? In the playoffs? Outside of Jimmy Butler, Jimmy's not. Oh playing. no 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 no! So you can't say that. You, you said you, you no no. You asked me a token question. You said okay. who has been playing better in the playoffs than Jason Tatum? Jimmy Butler and, is the one. And, Jimmy and, and I immediately said Jimmy let, Butler. Right let, let me tell. Let me tell you right now. Let me tell you right now. Jimmy Butler, in my opinion, Jimmy Butler has been. The best player, regardless of conference, in the whole playoffs. I'm not saying that out of no bias. You know, everybody know he started in Chicago, and I'm a big mm-hmm. Bulls fan. Like, yo, I, this ain't no bias. What Luka did was spectacular. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, I would give him top three or four, but I think... Jimmy Butler has pl- had played before he before elimination. Jimmy Butler played his ass off. I'm talking about like, did you see him the last two games of the series? Like, like literally exhausted, exhausted and injured. You know what I'm saying? Like exhausted. Um. So Jimmy Butler. You need a second guy. Luca, Luca has played like overall, like the games that Luca was playing, played better than Jason Tatum, and if he did not get hurt. If he did not get hurt, and I know I know this team got put I know his team got put out in the second round, but the way that he was playing up until Olymp- up until he got hurt, if he was able to finish out the series ja against Morant. Go, go, Ja Morant would have been the third player that I would have taken over Jason Tatum. Now Jason Tatum has been playing great. I mean, my man went toe to toe with the best KD. one left. He he the best one left. I agree with that. He went toe to toe with KD. You know what I'm saying? He went toe to toe with KD. Proved it. Like yo. Jason Tatum proved it like he should be regarded as like a top 10 player in the league. He he like I ain't taking nothing from Jason Tatum at all. But we Jason Tatum Jason Tatum to and I'm and I'm not saying he's not better than Jimmy Butler. I'm not saying he's not better than Luka. That's debatable. I'm not saying I, I, would, I would take Luka before I take uh, Jason Tatum. Yeah, like if I said, I, if you that, left that's team. like I said that's debatable. What I'm saying is as far as who has been the most impressive to me, it has been Jimmy Butler. To me, what Jimmy Butler has been able to do with the Heat really since he got there, every time that they're in the playoffs, he always he he always shows up. He's right, always every time he's been in the playoffs, he's been showing up. Every even, time, even when know. even that one year in Minnesota, which I love to forget about, he I was mean, the reason they got there. Yeah, I mean, he was the reason that we got to the playoffs with D Wade and Rondo. I mean, neither one of them could hit a fifteen foot jump shot. That, that was the worst part about all. Yeah, of that. but but Jimmy dragged us there, forty one and forty one, dragged us to an eight seed. You know what I'm saying? Him and him and Powell. I get yeah. I get Powell some love on that too. Powell balled out. Had it honestly, had it not been for 
Rondo getting hurt against Boston, we would have won. Had it not been for Powell getting hurt, and this one right here, I believe it, had it not been for Powell getting hurt against Cleveland, we beat LeBron in Cleveland. I don't know about that. I don't we know do. about that. I, we do. We were up 2-1 and dominating in game four. Powell goes down, we lose that game. Are you talking about, he got hurt in the third. Wait, what year are you talking about? You talking about the Rondo D-Way year? It was because the Rondo, because the Rondo D Wade year, we was the number eight seed. Boston was the number one seed, and we was whooping Boston ass. We went up 2-0, and then in game three, Rondo got hurt, and we we acted like we couldn't win a game without Rondo. We literally lost four straight after that Rondo injury with his finger. So I don't know what what year are you talking about. This was the year. They went to the championship. The year um Cleveland beat us and went to the ship. I swear it ain't happened since Rose. That that is that is not happened since Rose. Yeah. yeah, I I I don't I don't know I don't know what I don't know what time period you're referring to. Yeah, it was uh I'm trying to remember what years that was. Um, I want to say it was 2017. Cause we still had not 20, yeah, 2017 ish around there. We still had Derek. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have to research it. Um, let me see. What is it? What 2017? What first round NBA playoffs? Uh, second. Uh, let's see. We lost in six. Um, no, nah, it couldn't have been 2017. 2017, we, we didn't make the playoffs. God, what year was it? It was the, the year before the trade. We traded, we drafted, we drafted Lowry Marketing. We drafted Lowry Marketing in, tw- in 2017. The, in 2016, the 2016-2017 the, the season, is the last year that we had Jimmy Butler, and then we traded him that draft. That's what I'm telling you. 2016, 2017, we faced the Boston Celtics, and I remember yelling in my parents' house because everybody was picking Boston, and I was yelling in my parents' house. I was like, "Boston's not real. Boston's not real. We we got the grit. We got the grit to take them out." Rondo was Rondo was balling, handling that rock. Jimmy Butler was getting the points. D-Wade was doing his thing. As soon as Rondo went down in game three, we act like we couldn't we act like we couldn't play basketball no more. We lost four straight after that Rondo injury. And that was the end of that whole three alphas experiment. Yeah. That that was that year. Cleveland didn't take us out that year. It the, must have been like a year pr- it was a year prior, I believe it was. When we lost it, it was the year we lost to Cleveland. It was the year we lost to Cleveland. No, the year prior, the year before that year, we didn't make the playoffs. We was the number nine seed. That's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling you. It had to be. It had to be. um, No, it can't be 2015. No, LeBron was there. And at, so the, at the in the playoffs in 2015, Cleveland was number two. We was number three. We met Cleveland in the Eastern Conference Finals. And we lost to them in six, right? Of course we lost to Cleveland. No, no, I'm trying to remember, like, the, the, the count. 
I'm going to say it was in six. But we had a shot and Powell got hurt. When Powell got hurt, it turned the whole series. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I don't trying know. to remember. I'm trying to remember it, but I don't want to. I don't want to get away from what we actually need to be talking about right now, which is a yeah. series that has yet to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really care too much for Pal Gasol. So, yeah, hey, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, I like Pal for what he's what it's worth, but just kind of looking at like drawing it back to the series that's you about might, to happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, real quick, because you said something about Pal Gasol, and I always be going on the rant anytime anybody mentions his name. My problem with Pal Gasol is Carlos Boozer as a, as a Chicago Bull was more impactful than Pal Gasol. I got a huge problem with that. Pal Gasol was soft. So that, that's the problem I got with Pal Gasol. And Carlos Boozer ain't played no defense, and Pal Gasol played worse. Like, all only thing Boozer did was grab rebounds and cuss. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he <laughs> hit he, he hit you. Yeah, he hit that little fifteen foot mm-hmm. elbow shot. But now, nah, as far as this series concerned, though, he was um, the hardest nigga to use on two K too. But you yeah. found a way to do it. As far as this, as far as this series concerned, look, I'm gonna tell you, um, all that look, I, I, all that Boston, all that Boston stuff is cool. Like I really like Marcus Smart. I like Bo- I like the roster that Boston has. I like Mayadoka. My man handpicked Nia Long for himself, so I definitely like what made Doka for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so I like I like Boston's roster. I like Boston's coach. I cannot and I will not pick Boston. Um, I cannot do it because it is against my religion as a Bulls as a, as a Chicago Bull to pick but to pick Boston it's against my religion number one you know what I, number, I, I'm with you on that no, note completely no, no, yeah number two number two Boston is not Boston is not Golden State and Steph Curry got that Jordan effect where he's going to stop a lot of people from getting rings he's mm-hmm. he's going to it's, like I, I think this is another I think this is another case like I'm glad Boston finally got to the to the finals because Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown proving proving themselves as a duo. I remember like three years ago when Jalen Brown wanted out of Boston because he like he wasn't having fun. You know what I'm saying? Um, like with all of the changes and shit. So I'm glad they finally got to the finals. But when you talking about Steph, Clay, Draymond Green, th- them three, Steph, Clay, Draymond Green. That is Jordan, Pippen, Rodman. That is what them three are. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like Draymond Green, but I got to get a man credit when it's due. That is what them three are. Kevon Looney got the same impact as Luke Longley. All he do is grab boards when he in the game. That's all he do. Remember the Bulls had Tony Kukoc. Mm-hmm. Well, this dude ain't as tall as Tony as Tony Kukoc, but look. Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole is that dude. Jo- I want the and Bulls been doing it since I, Michigan. I want the Bulls to trade for Jordan Poole. That's how that's how much of a fan I am would of you, Jordan Poole. Would you give up Levine? Because it's a good chance we don't get Levine. We can't. No, it's not. It's not. It's not a good chance. He has interest in other. He has interest in other teams. Um, or I should say, other teams have interest in him. As far as where the needle is laying, the needle for Zach is still – the needle is still in our court because we can offer him the most money. 
I don't think Zach Levine is worth two hundred twelve million dollars though. So, nah. um, so that, that's where I'm at. Trade. I honestly would say sign and trade. Who you gonna trade him for? You can't just pick somebody to get. They gotta I be know, team as willing. I know. I know. And I know is I know we're not gonna be able to pull out a Jordan Poole kind of move because he's gonna be he's too valuable to go to state. Yeah, he's too valuable to go to state. They're, they're not gonna move off of him. Um, I just hate losing a guy and getting shit for him. But um, that's really not how we've been moving. Even in the the, the forming days, we've never been a sign and trade kind of a team. That's never been who we were. Fuck so, the fuck the forming day. Fuck I'm just God saying. I'm just, got, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's we got Acme. We got we got Arturis Car- uh, Karnasovas and Mark Eversley. Yo, they they not cheap and they ain't afraid to make no trades. Like don't don't forget we gave up picks to we gave up picks to San Antonio to get Demar Derozan, and we gave up picks um to, we gave up a pick I think to L A to get Caruso. Mm-hmm. Like yo. We ain't we ain't scared, we ain't scared to, to let it go. Yeah, nah, now, that, that no. I trust. Hell that no, that I trust. Because before we were holding on to those picks like we were Boston or something, and and guard packs was picking incorrectly as hell. The the I mean, best the best pick in recent memory that guard packs made. The best two, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe White, White, and Bobby Portis, and we only got one of those guys. Yeah, you no, know, I'll be honest with you. If we let go of Levine. If Kobe White can stay healthy, he can fill that role a little bit for us. Between him, I mean, I know you hate the point guard by committee. I know you hate point guard by committee. It doesn't work. But, I mean, it's going to wind up having to be that unless we sign a guy. The the best option you got. The best option. Signing Levine. Yeah, that's the best option you got. And he's going to want a max. So you give, give him, him the two twelve and no letters. No, 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 no. What, what are you gonna offer him? Twenty over what he's gonna get? No, I'm not offering him two hundred twelve. But look, if Zach, if Zach is coming is is on my team, and you trying to sign him, and he about to free about to be a free agent, you can only sign him. I don't I don't know the exact number, but let's say you can only sign him to a hundred ninety million dollars over three years. Yeah, I I don't know, um. But let's say you can only sign him to one hundred ninety million dollars. Okay, you you can, that that's what you that that's the highest you can do one hundred ninety. The highest I can do is two twelve. I'm not giving you two twelve. I give you, you one nine. I, I give you one ninety eight. Hmm. That could work. I think the one ninety eight could work. It's higher. It's higher than the max that everybody else can offer you, but it's not. It's not the max. It's not like the big max. And it's like Zach, you've been talking all the time about how you want to build this stuff in Chicago, how you want to win. Well, you just had your first time in the playoffs. You might have to take a haircut so that we can allocate that money somewhere else to bring somebody in. Like, yo, how how, how bad do you want to win? Are you willing to sacrifice? If you're not. Then we can talk sign and trade, but I, you got to at least give Zach the opportunity. But you know what I'm saying? That's that's just how I do it. Okay. Well, back to the series. I say I got Warriors and six. What you got? <laughs> game one is where. Game one is. I want to say game one is Golden State, but don't get me the lion. Uh, let, let me, me just double. <sighs> let me just double check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double check. Yeah. I can get there a little faster than you can at this point. Yeah. 
And game one is tomorrow. Yep, Golden State. Which means game seven is in Golden State. And the line is minus four. What what line? What line are you looking at? The spread the line. Just no, spread. The, yeah, the come spread. on, you know, you know, you know exactly what I'm looking at. I don't do spread. I do money line. I bet the money line. I, I like. I let me know how much money I'm getting. I bet the money line. Um, yeah, I mean, thing is, they don't also, show the money line for the most. Well, his money line. But um, all right, I got, I got Golden State. I got Golden State in seven. I think. Um, I think the first four games they're gonna split. Money lines Boston, by the way. Boston got is that a plus what? Plus one forty two. Mm. Okay. Um. But yeah, I got think I got I got Golden State in seven. Okay, you got to go in seven. I but think, but I think but I think game seven is not close. Yeah, I think game. I honestly believe that this series is going to be indicative of what the last series for Boston was, but it's going to be flipped on its head. Where Miami could beat them, but it was going to be in closer games. But Boston had the ability to blow them out. I seriously believe Boston could beat them, but it'll be in closer games. But Golden State has the ability to blow the doors off them boys. Because there's no answer for what you said before. There's no answer for Steph and Clay. And Clay got his swagger back. Clay got his swagger back. And when you got a shooter with swagger, it's the game opens up differently. I mean, because now that that, that death lineup, how they used to have it with Iggy at the um at the four and Draymond at the five, it's even more dangerous now because Jordan Poole's a more dependable shooter. So you're legitimately running that exact same lineup for the most part. I, I'm with better t- I'm shooters. T- Look, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. Like. You you think I'm joking when I say I don't think Game Seven gonna be close? Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna say seven games out of respect for Boston and the talent that they got, but I'm gonna tell you. You already know you got Steph Clay and Dre. We just we just talked about that. You got Steph Clay and Dre. Boom. I ain't mentioned Wiggins. Mm-hmm. I'm I ain't even mentioned I ain't even mentioned Kaminga. the fact I, I ain't mentioned Kaminga. I ain't even mentioned the fact that. Andre Iguodala might play this series. Mm-hmm. Like Gary Payton II might come back from that elbow. Like I ain't, I ain't even mentioned that. I ain't mentioned uh they, they still got who? Let me see. They still got they still got Otto Porter. Otto Porter can give you a solid ten to twelve points when he when he when he's shooting right. You know what I'm saying? I know. Otto Porter. Otto Porter did okay for us. Like he's not worth the money. They they got he he's slow as hell, but they got uh Balitza, yo. They they got Juan Zascano Anderson coming off the bench, like like th- these are guys that ain't even played in the playoffs. So like, Tatum can shoot, and Brown can shoot, right? Mm-hmm. Who the hell is the point guard? Who the, who the point guard on the team? Marcus Marcus Smart, mm, I guess. Marcus Smart ain't no shooter. I mean, he can knock it down every once in a while. He might give you two threes in a game, but he ain't no shooter. Mar- Marcus Smart, if he the point guard, I'm gonna tell you right now, he in trouble. Ain't no defense in the world that's about to contain Steph. Ain't no defense in the world. Like LeBron couldn't hold him. Like Mark Marcus Smart, 
Mark Smart, he he gonna give you he gonna give you eight points. He gonna give you eight points. Two steals. He, 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 he give you eight. That's I'm gonna I'm gonna get be fair. He'll give you he'll give you let's say ten to fourteen points. Mark is smart. Average. He give you a couple steals. But with Steph, oh, he gonna get you about four fouls. He he gonna get you about four fouls. You know what I'm saying? Um mm-hmm. then with Tatum. Wiggins can match up with Tatum. I ain't saying Wiggins gonna stop him. I'm saying Wiggins can make it difficult. You know what I'm saying? And still give you 16. Like, yo, with Jalen Brown, we gonna act like Clay Thompson ain't no two way player. Before that, before his two injuries, Clay Thompson was one of the best defenders in the league. No, he was the best wing defender in the league. Like, he was one of the better on ball defenders in the league. The, point blank. Who the who the hell is the who the hell is the power for Grant Williams? Are we really gonna pick Grant Williams to perform well on Draymond Green? Come on, yo. Come on, yo. The only Draymond's gonna old school YMCA his ass. The the only the only advantage that Boston got on paper right now to me, Al Horford is Al Horford because he can take uh, he can take Looney out of the paint. Mm-hmm. And even but, in the paint, I think that'll be a it's a wash still. Because for what Looney has in length, Horford got in that that kind of old school. I'm gonna dance with you a little bit down there, young fella. Like he'll he'll he can go back to he can go back to the basket as good as almost anybody. Yeah, yo, I like that's what I'm saying. Oh, the uh the backup point guard is Peyton Pritchard. Okay, well for Peyton okay. Pritchard, you no, know I, I do got... like Peyton Pritchard though. I do like Peyton Pritchard. I like yeah. him. Yeah, who you like? I don't better? like him better than Steph. Do you like him better than Jordan Poole? No. Hell no. I, I didn't Hell say I take no. him. I just said I like him. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah, I'm not. I I'm like not. Pumas, but I wouldn't take them over a pair of Nikes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Pumas. Pum- the Puma shoes that's out right now. Y- y- people going to kill me when they hear me say this, but they better hooping shoes than any Nikes right now. You're talking about the mids? The Fusion Nitros. Yeah, the mids, right? Yeah. Sir. They they better they better than any Nikes like like rest in peace God rest his soul Kobe Bryant the Pumas the Dreamers the Fusion Nitros they feel better than the Kobe's mm. so and Kobe's was pillows on your so, feet boy. and and ever since Kobe died that's all NBA that's all that's all NBA players want to wear now is Kobe's <laughs> yeah hey don't sleep on Puma as far as hooping in I ain't talking about fashion. Hooping in them, hey Pumas, Pumas the shit. Mm-hmm. Pumas, all right, they straight. But you know what? It's a funny thing you bring up Kobe Bryant. Yeah. So you know Kobe has an award named after him, mm-hmm. All Star Game MVP. Mm-hmm. And then this year they did something a little different, which I'm a little meh on. Mm-hmm. They gave they they're trying their hand at wanting to be a better league, trying to they're trying to be the NFL of sorts and they're giving us MVPs for conferences now but they're only doing it for the playoffs mm-hmm. Eastern Conference Finals player of the um, whatever MVP and Western Conference Finals MVP named after Magic Johnson and Larry Bird I mean if you're gonna name after two players I don't see any other two you would name it after if they're going to be Counterparts, mm-hmm. so I understand naming after them too. 
Yep. I honestly don't really give a shit um, <laughs> about the award because this is in basketball. It's kind of weird. You can have a like there's a final. Remember the finals MVP? I think Boston had a guy who averaged like ten points per game for the regular season, but went off in the finals and won finals MVP. Larry Bird. I don't know who the fuck like you're eight about. points. It, it was something weird. It was in the eighties. He's the oddest guy to win a NBA Finals MVP next to Andre Iguodala. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at this award, I was like, there's a good chance that a team's second best guy, third best guy could go off in those you know, conference finals and get this award. And people go, it's, it's a forgettable award to me. It's very forgettable. It's like, you know, on Thanksgiving when they give out the turkey after the um after the Cowboy game, they give out the turkey. Um, and they give out that little trophy with the turkey. Mm-hmm. Tell me who the hell won that this year? Who won uh the you know some of the like the little turkey and uh, shit? Yeah, I don't know. T- exactly. I feel like this is going to be that exact same thing. This is legit just... This will be a more interesting Xbox achievement than it would be for your actual NBA career. I just don't... I don't see the importance of it. I mean, I get... I get it, but to me, it's a bit of an oversaturation of of awards. And for the most part, it's going to be the same five to six guys winning it until a new batch of talent rolls in. Like... This past year, the two guys who won, Steph and um, damn it, I just forgot the boy name. That fast Tatum. Yeah, I don't think like when we talked about this yesterday. I don't think Tatum should have won this. Correct. We both believe this with our whole Chicago Bulls bouncing hearts. Yep. That was Jimmy's award. Yeah, I, I, I do believe this. I don't believe that just because your team won that you were the best player. You just had the better team, not the best player in that Correct. series. Correct. Now, in the entire history of the NBA, there were two people who I can, who I believe got robbed for awards. And the only reason they lost them were because of what the media would have said. One, Carmelo should have been the rookie of the year that year. And two. Steph got robbed for finals MVP in 2016. You don't give it to a guy just because the guy he's playing against, who happens to be a goat, a goatish level player, had an off game or two. Which no, he didn't. No, the no, man no, averaged 39, not, 9, and 8. You ain't talking about 2016. The Cavs won in 2016. I mean, 20, listen, 2015. 2015 finals. Mm-hmm. You talking about when got it. Even Eagle Dollar got it. He shouldn't have got it. That was that was that was Steph's. Mm-hmm. I agree. Steph's. I agree. Um, here's my thing. Here's my thoughts. And honestly, that year it could have went to Steph or LeBron. Yeah. Here's here's my thoughts. Uh, I I don't I don't have I don't have necessarily a problem with them. Um. Coming up with these MVP awards for the conference finals, I have a problem 
I don't have a problem with those two awards individually. I have a problem with MVP awards for the totality for for um for I have a problem with MV with rounds of in the playoffs having MVP awards. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna have the Eastern Conference and Western Con and Western Conference Finals MVP award, yeah, name it after Magic and Bird. You know, iconic rivalry. One was in the East, one was in the West. Got no problems. The fact that you implemented this is what I have a problem with. I have a problem with the finals having an MVP. I don't believe that. I don't believe that the. Um, I don't believe that there should be MVPs of rounds. You have an MVP of a regular season. Give me an MVP of the playoffs. That's what I want, mm-hmm. the whole playoffs. I don't care whether they was eliminated. I don't care whether they won the championship or not. Give me the MVP of the playoffs. I believe you're going to do that. Give me a guy who's played at minimum 12 playoff games. That should be the only pre- prerequisite as far as getting it. Because a guy could go off for 40 points a night but go down 0-4. No, no. Um, you said at minimum 12 playoff games. Yeah, 12 games. Okay, okay. I could say I could say I could say the requirement is you had to at least reach a game uh, re, you had to at least reach a game 6 or 7 of the second round. That's my qualification. If you if you make if you get that far, you well, you qualify for the, the for the It's my deal with saying here's my deal with saying 12. Because we've had years and you can remember this when the Lakers were running shit with Shaq and Kobe, they didn't play one year, twelve games, and the twelfth game until they got to the finals. Mm-hmm. Because it was four zero, four zero, four one, four one. No, but it was four zero, four zero, four zero. Then they got four one. Like they legit ran shit. It was the year they beat um Philly. Okay. They swept through the entire conference, and then lost one game. Look, this, this, this. I, I just believe that you can give me, give me a guy who's played in twelve games, and then I can say, okay, I can, I can see that because that means either he got to the finals and nothing but sweeps, or he played in enough games to at least have his performances be memorable see, and or impactful. See me, I want one award. I want the uh, MVP. I want a postseason MVP award, not finals, not first round, second round, third round. Give me an MVP of the postseason. That's number one. Number two, the MVP of the postseason should be the best player of the postseason. The best player of the postseason so far, the best player of the postseason. I could make the argument for Jimmy Butler, but the best player of the postseason, and I don't think anybody would disagree with this, is the Don Luca. Luca. Luka Doncic, Luka, yo, what he did, these playoffs, I don't care that he got eliminated. Him and Jimmy are in the same situation. What what he did in these playoffs is better than any performances we about to see from any individual in the finals right now. 
ain't nobody about to do what Luca did. Luca, Luca was was stepping back and sidestepping on youngins, shooting the J, grinning in their face, laughing at them at during timeouts as they was walking towards the bench, waving goodbye at the crowd. Like what and, and Luca was doing all of this and backing it the hell up. He gave and there was, Booker and there was n- everything. And there was absolutely nothing that you could do about it. What Luca did against Golden State, don't forget, don't don't forget. Dallas should have got swept. Yeah. Dallas should have got swept. Because and, it was legit. Luca and I think Brunson had like one good game. I think it was game four. Brunson had one good game. The fact that Brunson is the second best player, and Lucas still, Brunson is Brunson was the second best player for Dallas in the playoffs, and they and and because of that, everybody knew the ball was was going to Luca, and he still delivered. Do you know how? Do you know how fantastic you got to be when everybody knows who the ball is going to? It goes to that person, and he still drub your ass. <laughs> like, like, yo, yo, Luca should be the MVP of the postseason. Period. Like, like, he was the he was the best player of the postseason. Now, granted, like I said, I would make the argument for Jimmy Butler, but there's but it, there's no way anybody could deny Luca. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Um, yeah, there's so there's no way to deny it. I mean, so, like I said, and, and this is going to be the kind of award that goes to the best player on the team that got to the finals. I, I already think, know that's what that's going to be. That's I why. Think, that's why I said what I said about it earlier. I just think it's just going to be another trophy that you forget about. No, what the NBA did is they made it easier for superstars in contract negotiations. Yeah, you didn't win the finals MVP. But you won the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. That's another accolade that goes on your resume. That's number one. And then number two, I don't That's even call them alone type shit. Number two, I don't even think these awards mean anything. I think the only reason why they did these awards is because they wanted to name something after Magic and Bird. Mm-hmm. Which, hey, they legends in the game. I ain't complaining. My thing is, what you going to name after the GOAT? Thank you. And, and you know what? After we we actually, uh, for those of y'all who don't know, we 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 are actual like real friends. We're not just two people who have a show together. Like this yeah, is my yeah, boy. Facts. So yeah, we facts. we talk we talk outside the show. Like yeah, I called yeah, him facts. yesterday, and he was like, "Damn, we supposed to be recording tonight?" I'm like, "Nah, nigga, I'm just calling to talk to you because you're my dog." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and we actually talked about this a little bit, <clears throat> and I was stuck thinking like, what can you really name after Mike? Because Bill Russell has the finals. The only award really left is NBA MVP. See, this is see this is where it and, gets and this is where it gets mucky. See, this is where, no, see, this is where it gets slippery because it's like Bill Russell got the Finals MVP, Kobe Bryant got the All Star MVP, Bird and Magic got the Conference Finals MVP. I need, let's not even bring up Jordan yet. What you about to name after Wilt? What, what, what you about? What you about to name after Wilt? What are you? What are you going to name after Isaiah Thomas? 
Mm. What are you going to name uh, after? I put it like this. Like, like you get what I'm saying? Like, it gets yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, think about the awards that don't have things, people named after them. Rookie yeah. of the Year, Six Man, Coach of the Year. I'll throw Phil right there. Coach of the nope. year, Phil Jackson, Coach of the Year award. You, you, you so okay. So look, uh-huh. so now, now you, so now you're falling into the game that I want to play with you. So now, oh, okay, I get to play a game this week. Yeah, you get to, you get to play a game. Okay, Bill Russell has the Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. So this, let me get, let me lay down the rules. How this game gonna go? I'm gonna list the award. You mm-hmm. give me the person it's gonna be named after. Okay. And then I'm gonna give you a retort, and I'm gonna right. see, and I'm gonna see if you gonna change your mind. And if you don't, you gotta explain why you ain't changing your mind. Okay. And it better make sense because you know I'm coming for you if it, if it don't oh, make sense. I, I know because you yeah. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 here we go. So here we go. All right. Bill Russell got finals. Hmm. Magic got Western Conference. Bird got mm-hmm. Eastern Conference. Kobe got All Star. Mm-hmm. All right. Who who you naming after most improved? Mm. See, most improved is a it's a, it's a sticky award. Because see what I mean? Hey, hey, see what I mean? Because because you don't have multiple winners of this award, so it's not like you. There's a baseline for it. But when I think about guys who improved the most over their careers, and then got to a point and it didn't plateau, but it kind of stayed. And I, I I hate using active players for this, but I think of Giannis. So I think about players who improved the most over their careers, from where they were, to where they were looking like they were going to be, to where they actually are. Giannis had the most growth. Um. Uh, so okay, so Giannis. Yeah, yeah, I got Giannis had most improved. Who you got six man of the year? Go, we we disagreed on this yesterday. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, say we, it. Did, we did, we yeah. did, we did, we yeah, did. Go, go ahead, say it. Go ahead, say it. I said, and I I went Jay Croft um on this, and honestly, you, uh, see, see, uh, here's, uh, see, here's another my problem. part of me would choose. It's like it's like between Jordan Crawford or Lou Will. Like I don't know who I would take there. I mean, you you took you took my which, which I get. Listen, listen. This is a problem. This is a problem I got with your choices. Lou Will ain't going into the hall. Jay Croft ain't going to the Hall. Manu is going into the Hall of Fame. Manu is the is is the face of the six man. Like it was Manu's award. Remember that time? Remember that time where Manu? I think Manu won it twice, and then J.R. Smith won it in New York. And everybody yeah. and, and and everybody and then uh, the the Spurs faced the Knicks the next season, and Manu and everybody was talking about Manu about to show out because J.R. Smith got his award. Yeah. That is Manu's award, and he going into the hall. And you just want to ignore that? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to ignore that. It's just that I, whenever I thought about Manu, I don't, I, I honestly be forgetting that Manu came off the pine for them boys. Like I, I really do be forgetting that because he had some time as a starter too, quite a lot of time as a starter. Um, I mean, I'm he not, had starter. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with your pick. Trust me, I'm not. It's just that when I think about six man, now granted it does it does give the award more weight, giving it naming it after Manu, it gives it more weight. Um, 
Like, yeah, who the hell want an award named after Lou Williams? <laughs> Come on, yo. I'm just Lou. saying, like, when I when I hear the award, when I hear the award, those are the guys that come to mind for me. Um, I, I would I would change that name. I would change that name. I would I would go with with Manu because it's just that Manu just didn't come to my main, come to my name, come to my brain first. So who because so, of that? So who you name it for defensive player of the year? Oh man, if it's not Ben Wallace, everyone's smoking dope. It's either Ben, it's either Ben Wallace or um. Or on Dwight Howard. Or maybe Gary Payton. Gary Payton. There's God damn, hold on. Let me think about this one. See what I mean? See, see, this is what happens. See, this is the problem. See, this is the problem when so there's Dennis about, out there. I about Ben out there. See, this is the problem. This is the problem that you get when this is the problem the NBA is gonna have after they start naming all of these damn awards after people. Like they should have left the shit alone. They should have just left the shit alone. Like put a statue up of people and let them go on and live their life, or let them rest. You know what I'm saying? When you start naming naming awards after people, it's so many people that were so great defensive player of the year. You will put Ben Wallace on that award. I ain't saying Ben Wallace wasn't a great defender, an all time great defender. He was, but Dennis Rodman, dude. Yeah, I I know that's a. I, I said Dennis. Uh, or, or, or I was legit or, going down or, a list of names. Or, or listen, Gary Payton. I said GP right after I said um right after I said him. You right, right yeah. I, I did. I said I, know, I, I said shit. You got yeah, GP. No. So I yeah no I know the names that you said but see this is this is what I'm saying this is this is the problem this is the it's problem a big, it's, a, it's a big problem. The, this is why the the whole point of this game is to show when you start naming these awards after these legends. You start parsing like what legends matter more than others. The fact to me, the fact that the fact that Magic Johnson and Larry Bird got something named after them before Michael Jeffrey Jordan, that is that is wild. That is wild to me. I understand why Kobe got 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 something named after him before Jordan, because Kobe, like like Biggie and Tupac, Kobe died yeah. tragically and too mm-hmm. young. So Eric, so the NBA was trying to show a way to memorialize him. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get that. Bill Russell, he the OG. He the one. He got 13 damn rings. He or 11 damn rings. He the one. He the one that like. He did, he where he where you get in spades called running a Boston. Do you understand? Bill Bill Russell is the dude. You could be we could be cussing up a storm in a room when Bill when Bill Russell walk in the room, everybody shut up. It's clean conversations as long as he in the room. Elder mm-hmm. statesman. I get Bill Russell getting something named before Jordan. The next person on that list should be Jordan. Either either naming a war after him, or make him the fucking logo. Ooh, can you imagine the jump man symbol being the NBA? Boy. Here, here's an, here's another thing. What you gonna name after LeBron? Cause he number two on that list. What you gonna name after LeBron? Slam See? dunk contest, but he never participated. No. The, the slam dunk never, that, the, that slam dunk, Vince. the slam dunk contest got to be Vince Carter. Actually, No, it's got to be Vince. If it's Cutting. not league MVP for Jordan, I can see them doing something as petty as slam dunk champion. But got to be Vince. Three point, the three point contest. Who you name after that? Steph. Are we serious? Come on, yo. 
three three pointers, Steph. That there's no there's no there's no we we cannot talk when when you think of the word three point shot. The first image that come to your head is probably Steph Curry. Yeah. And granted, my Eastern Conference bias is about to show because we had the best shooters of all time in that conference. Ooh. Ray Allen. Oh, they won. They, they won better than stuff. I'm not saying they were better. I'm just saying the best shooters of all time were in the Eastern Conference. Oh, before stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but before stuff. I mean, yeah, I don't really care. I don't really care about that. Yeah, but um, Reggie Miller can kiss my ass. I know how you feel. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he beat us or anything, so we can both calm down. <laughs> hey, look, I'm just saying, what you going, what you going to give Jordan, and then what you going to give LeBron? I mean, and like I said, we bring up Coach of the Year as well. That's another award. Like I would I got, give it to Phil. I I got an gotta, idea. I got an idea for LeBron. I got an idea for naming something after LeBron. Uh, please, please help me here. And with the first pick of the NBA draft, with the with the with the LeBron James first pick of the NBA draft, this so is so, like like it's like that, that that's what I'm saying. Shit starts sounding ah. stupid. Shit starts sounding stupid because like you're running out of stuff, right? Who you? And you know the, the second pick is is notoriously bad. Like, second pick in NBA, in NBA has been notoriously second, bad. Second overall, second overall pick can get named after Darko for all I care. Like you know what I'm saying, like, bro. Like, like second yeah. pick has been notoriously bad. Like, did you? I, I can pull up a list of like second. I'm, I'm gonna do that for you next week. I'm just put together a list and put it in my show notes of the second overall pick in NBA drafts since 2002, and you're gonna be like. Damn. Uh, John Morant might be the best one. I could say Powell. Powell and John Morant. Powell who? Gasol? He was number two. You got to stop with this Powell Gasol shit. He is not better. <laughs> you got to stop with this dumb ass shit. <laughs> you got to stop. Let, let's be clear. Dude, you let's, got a button no, that I love to press. No, I swear look, to God. Look, look, let's be clear. <laughs> Let's let's be clear. Let's be clear right now. Let's be clear. You got a button. Pa- I love the press, bro. I'm sorry. Pa- but Powell Gasol. Powell Gasol is a great human being. He's a philanthropist. He he's he, probably banging Kobe's wife. I don't know, but he's a philanthropist. Like he's a very loyal person. Like Powell Gasol is talented. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, which he's gonna go in. Like Powell Gasol was a very good player. However, can we stop acting like Pal Gasol was just great? Pal Gasol in Memphis ain't do shit. His brother did more in Memphis than he did. Pal Gasol in Chicago didn't do shit. The only time Pal Gasol did anything in his life, as far, or did anything in his career, is the time he was with the Lakers. And that one time in Spain, Does Pau Gasol have a have an Olympic gold medal? I want to say yeah. I think Spain won one one year. Let me check. Did they win FIBA or did they win the Olympics? I know they won FIBA one year, but let me check. Yeah, let let me let let's check. 
I'm going to with his Wikipedia right the hell now. Pau Gasol, does he have an Olympic gold medal? No. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, he does not. He has two silvers and a bronze. Yeah, I'm checking it now. I mean, I know, like, the U.S. has, like, the most. Yeah, you had a unified team. That was uh, the U. The EUN that had a goal that was um, a bunch of Yugoslavia has a goal, Argentina has a goal, the Soviet Union has four of them, but that was back when they were playing against our college guys. Wait a minute, I know. Okay, cool. What the hell was Pau Gasol doing playing basketball last year? He was playing in Barcelona, yeah, I was in Spain, yep. Yeah, but no, Pau Gasol is a Hall of Famer. I don't want to cheat this man like he is a Hall of Famer. I just think he was soft as hell. Um, but Pau Gasol that is not the second, the 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 best number two pick in the last, let's call it twenty five years. And Pau Gasol was actually the third overall pick in two thousand one. So who was number two that year? I don't know. I know Kwame Brown was number one. Um, was it Eddie Curry? Was it? Was it? Did Eddie we have the two that year. Was it Eddie Curry? Hold on. I don't think we had the two that no, year. No, it was Tyson Chandler. Shane, it was Ty- Tyson Chandler. It was Tyson Chandler. Eddie Curry okay. was four. We drafted Eddie Curry for Eddie Curry. Eddie fucking Curry. Eddie Curry can run. God <laughs> damn. Yeah. Hey, for those of y'all who do not know, that is going to be a running thing on this and show. Then, and then we and traded Eddie Curry Eddie- slander. Then we traded Eddie Curry Elton for Mike for no Michael Sweetney. We oh, traded yeah. Eddie Curry for Michael Sweetney. That's right. He was a Knicks pick. Yeah. Yeah, that well, was I don't think that it worked was, out. I don't no, think that it didn't work out for draft. anybody, honestly. Because he only had like one decent year in New York. Michael damn Sweetney. He was gonna Jeez. save Chicago. Fuck out of here. He went to Georgetown. Outside of Alonzo Morning. The Kimbe Matumbo and Allen Iverson, Georgetown ain't put shit out that was worth it. Yeah, he went to Georgetown because Michael Sweeney. I mean, Michael Sweeney. He from he from where I'm from. He from DC. Like yo, but hey, we we don't talk about him. I know y'all don't. don't hey, man, hey, I got a question, bro. Like you from DC? I seen you brush your hair. What the fuck is Kevin Durant doing with his life? I don't know, man. I, I don't like this know. man is like, how you got that much money and you allergic to lotion and a brush? Like that's basic hygiene. I don't, I don't want to talk about KD because you can't be ashy at seven foot, bro. That's too much ash. I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about KD. I seen fireplaces, but less ash. I, I, don't, I don't want nothing to slip out. I don't want nothing Pokemon to slip out. Pokemon don't got that much ash. Yeah, I don't want nothing to slip out wrong, and oh, I said something. Let that sit there till he noticed what I just said. I, I, look, I don't want to say nothing. I don't want nothing to slip out, and I accidentally like crucify his personality and say something like, I don't like know. He's uh he's a female dog. No, no, no. Say something like, I don't know why he ain't brushes hair. I, I like I know my mom made sure I made good, but then see then then people gonna be like, oh, you talking about his mom? No, I'm not. I don't know that lady. I don't even know Kevin Durant. I just know he made a bitch ass move going to Golden State, and I'm glad he's losing because of it. I don't mm-hmm. know what I don't know what the hell wrong with his peasy ass head. Don't know. 
Don't know. I mean, my whole deal is you can't be considered one of the one of the greats and being a bitch. And speaking of being a bitch, I mean, he is he is going to be considered one of the greats. That, that's yeah. I mean, yeah, he's going to be a great. You know what? And speaking of being a great and still being mm-hmm. a bitch, you told me not to talk about this until today. Oh no 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 no! no. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do this right now. What we're going to do is. We're going to talk about Capital One, the match, because we're going to get to that last. We are not we are not going to talk about that right now. So oh, okay. so so allow me to take this over. And uh, what <laughs> did you watch? Did you watch the, the match? Well, seeing as though my black ass works on a truck. No. Have you watched the match in the past? In the past? Yes. I love the commentary. Can they talk shit the entire time? What do you think about the concept of pairing like? These celebrities, um, with athletes, yeah, like it's not well compare like putting together these celebrities in like this golf environment, letting them go toe to toe one on one. Like, what's your well? And this this year was two on two, but like, what's your what's your thoughts about it? Personally, I've always liked when you take guys out of the element and place them in something different. Like, um, you may remember this; they took some football players. And put them in on a baseball diamond and had them swinging the uh, had them swinging the sticks. I loved it. I know it's not Capital One the match, but they had like tight ends, linebackers hitting home runs or at least trying to because they were experiencing other sports. And kind yeah, of well, seeing someone outside of the element in which we know them, and then also giving giving us a chance to see who they are in a sort. Well, last as a Stiller year, fan, I hate Brady. But I like the brother's personality. He just seems like a fun dude. Like, I would have a beer with Tom Brady. Like he seems like a seems like a cool dude. I know he's gonna talk shit, which I'm all the way down for. Yeah, um, I, I rocks with it. No, I like it. I think it's a cool element. Um, my favorite one was last year though. It was um, it was Desham versus um versus um. Shit, hold up. What's this? What is it? Let me let me figure it out. Um, the match 2021. It was, um, uh, it was like the shampoo. It was, yeah, Bryson. It was like Bryson DeShambu and uh, and Brooks Kapka. That's who it was. Like, and those are professional golfers, but. Mm-hmm. They hate each other. Them two hate each other. So, like, watching them on the golf course last last year was pure entertainment. Because me, I'm watching it like, yeah, Bryson winning. Or, no, I was like, uh, Brooks Kepko. He was winning, like, the whole time. I was like, Brooks winning. But Bryson, he want to tee that nigga head off. Like, like, yo, like... <laughs> Like yo, the 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 facial expressions, the reactions, they was dope. They was dope, yo. But um, but no, I like the match because like, yeah, you know, it take people out of the element and everything like that. But it shows to me, it shows more of like the human side. Like you were saying about Brady. Brady do seem like a cool dude. The reason why I've always hated Tom Brady is like, you you've seen the Avengers before? Yeah, of course. 
Tom Brady is Captain America. I hate Captain America. He's always I'm an Iron Man kind of guy. He, yeah, I'm an Iron Man kind of guy. He like like Captain America. He always he always does things by the book. He's picture perfect. Like he like people act like he can't do nothing wrong. Like that's why I don't fuck with Superman. Like Tom Brady is like that. Um, but like when you get him out of football, you get to see his personality, him joking around with people. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And like he just. He's just a cool, a cool, chill dude, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Josh Allen, Josh, I was watching it. I watched the whole thing uh, tonight. I love Josh Allen country ass. Josh Allen, Josh Allen, he was funny as hell, yo. He's my he favorite was funny. quarterback. He was funny as hell. The fact that seeing Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady actually get along, that like, yo, that, that shit see was Aaron cool. Rodgers get along with anybody is impressive. Yeah, yeah, that shit was cool. Aaron Rodgers is a dick. Yeah, not facts. He is. <laughs> he is. That's That's <laughs> all facts. So now he I like I like whole, the match. He's a whole dick in these streets. Yeah, but no, but, I'm but I'm 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 glad that they that this uh that this was you know four football players going two on two all that stuff on the golf course. I'm definitely glad it was for fo- it was football. And speaking of football, now we can get to what you want to get to because and it's kind of what I wanted to get to too. But see, I wanted to save this for last as far as sports were concerned. Ladies and gentlemen, we got two old, two old motherfuckers. Uh huh. Got two old motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. One is in their seventies, mm-hmm. and I swear the other's in their sixties. Mm-hmm. One is the head coach of Alabama. Mm-hmm. The other's the head coach of Texas A and M. SEC football. Mm-hmm. One of them is used to getting uh. The top recruiting class every single year. Yes, he is. The other one is just known as uh, what Bobby Bowden's prodigy. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher. Now, what the fuck just happened? Apparently, last week, entitled ass Nick Saban mm-hmm. built. Felt like he needed to come on the national airways and voice his frustration about people or about school programs, quote unquote, buying recruits with NIL deals and specifically named Texas A&M and not did not stop there named Jackson State University, mm-hmm. a H, a HBCU. Deion Sanders immediately denied it and then said Nick Saban tried to call him and have a conversation in private and Deion Sanders was like fuck no you made them comments in public we gonna have a conversation in public mm-hmm. holding Nick Saban accountable old ass white man holding him accountable As mm-hmm. and, and I thought they was cool they be fucking around doing the Aflac commercials together yep. and shit you, you feel me mm-hmm. and then Jimbo Fisher goes a tease off on Nick Saban. Now, I wanted to ask you, you know, I, I, I heard when, when this when I heard about this, we couldn't fit it into the show last week. But when I heard about this, I had you in mind because you watch college football just like me. You are a man who can't stand Nick Saban. Mm-mm. But you are also a man who hates Jimbo Fisher for what he did to your Florida State Seminoles. So mm-hmm. I need to know where do you stand on this whole fucking issue? I am 
163% out, out to the bros. Behind Jimbo Fisher on this shit. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm still I'm listening. Fuck, it's still fuck you, Jimbo. You play with the cards that are dealt to you. Now, I've been coaching football now for the last two years. The biggest part about it is recruiting at any fucking level outside of high school. You got to go and get the kid. Period. You got to talk to that parent. You got to figure out what that family is, what their requirements are for that child. And ultimately now, because of the NIL, what this kid can get. I believe NIL is perfect for what it needs to be. It's exactly what our favorite running back from our um, era in college, Arian Foster, was fucking fighting for. Is what he was fighting for. I believe with my entire thumping gizzard, as my father could say, that when you are used to being the guy, top notch, Number one, cross the board, don't matter. You got five-star recruits who don't play till their junior year. You got talent. And then shit starts to change a little bit. Because now some of these kids are like, hmm, wait a minute. Who Coach Prime got on that staff? Damn, wait a minute. You got T.O. coaching out there? Yo, he got Warren Sapp coaching out there? Shit. You know what? Brian was the best DB in college football when he was out there. One of the best corner in all of football, in the history of football. The guy, he, he, he went against, to me, the best receiving class of all time. As far as Hall of Fames go. You know what? I'm going to take my talents to small-ass Jackson State. And that was starting to happen. And it wasn't a problem when he was snatching three stars. It was starting to be a little issue when he snatched a four star too. But when he snatched the, um, the best corner who Nick Saban normally always gets, he always got that number one. He, he all, cause he plays a, he plays a one high. That's typically what he do in a free Roman strong safety, basically a linebacker with wheels. That's the defense he runs with. It's super aggressive. If you're going to run an aggressive defense, you got to have corners you trust. But now that corner he trusts ain't going to go to Bama when they can choose to go to Jackson to play for uh, maybe who could turn out being a better coach. We'll see when, when time comes out. Or I could take my talents anywhere else I want because now I hold the cards. I no longer have to go to Bama to play on 10 televised games or to even make a little bit of money on the side. Cause we both know college athletes, yeah, they get paid at every level. They get something. It may not be much, depending on school, but they get something. And you mean to tell me, you bitching, you are Alabama, the most dominant program since 2010. The most dominant program since 2010. There is no fucking way you should be sitting there crying like a little bitch about a team that you have a history of beating. I only remember A&M beating them twice. That was with Johnny Manziel and um and Evans. That was it. I don't remember them really doing shit else. 
Kevin Sumlin couldn't do shit with it. And last year, what what did A&M do? They, they, they nutted up. Last year and the year before that, they barely beat Carolina. And on top of that, a number one recruiting class don't necessarily mean you about to win shit. How about 09 Texas? Do I need to go back that far for you? Why you gotta bring up why you gotta bring up my team? I mean that was that class was arguably one of the best classes in all of college football. Period. And didn't hey, shit. They got lead along horns out of it. We ain't in this. With, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but Colt McCoy got them right to that championship we, game. His arm hey, died, his career we, died in that same we, night. We said Texas A and M. We did not say Texas. I'm just if, saying let, let's top be, recruiting classes let, hey, don't look, always translate to ships. Look, let's it, be let's be clear. When you talk about Texas football, you better believe that pipeline th- th- still runs through uh, UT. You yeah, better believe it still run through UT. Now, look, look, you said a whole lot of words. I ain't got all them words for this. This all I got to say. Nick, fuck you, pay me. <laughs> straight, straight like that. Straight like that. Fuck you, pay me. You are in the national championship every year. As a matter of fact, every college football season towards the end of the year, we are bored. We are bored out of our fucking mind. Why? Because we know you're going to be in the national championship. We know it. We know it. It it's literally like Bill Belichick and the Patriots, and that's literally why people hate the. It's like we know you're gonna we know you're gonna be at, at the top every year when it's all said and done. So you have had a decade, a little more than a decade of just winning whenever the fuck you wanted to. Only time you didn't win is when you went to the Miami Dolphins, but. You had how a, much of that was you, his fault. You've had a Dolphins. you've had a decade. I mean, Nick Saban was a bad professional coach. He tried to take a college mentality and apply it to grown ass adults who were making more money than him. You can't do that shit. Um, but Nick Saban has had so much success that now when he does not have the number one recruiting class, but instead he has the number two, he decides. That he just gonna have a fit like a fucking kid in the candy store when you tell him don't touch nothing. Like like he gonna have a he gonna have a fit and then gonna start calling out people. Oh well, Texas A and M they paying players they playing recruits with NIL deals and Jackson State. Look look look. First of all, don't come for the HBCUs. Don't mention us. We ain't got nothing. We ain't got nothing to do with the damn with SEC football. We ain't got shit to do with that. Number one. Number two, if Deion Sanders was paying his recruits through NIL deals, I give him a standing ovation. Why? Because them boys should be paid. Y'all have been college football has been extorting the the student athletes for I don't know how long. Yeah, allow the student athletes to make that money off their name, off their image, mm-hmm. and off their likeness. That is their shit. That is their brand. They they control their name. They control their image. They control their likeness. As a matter of fact, if a student athlete does something to affect to negatively affect his image. I've seen schools kick that nigga off the team. 
I'm not trying to hear nothing. See, see, Nick Saban, Nick Saban is is making all of these complaints and everything because he wants control. He wants to be number one. He wants to. He wants these NIL deals to go. He, you know, he he wants to. He wants to continue to have this football success with these players or whatever without paying them and the and the reward oh, and, and the and listen listen and the reward should be well Nick Saban is gonna get me to the NFL at the end of the day. That that should be that's that's the payment. That's the payment that all of these fucking schools want. So if you got these coaches paying it paying their recruits saying hey Fuck Nick Saban. Come over here. You can get a $2 million deal. You can get a $2 million deal with Gatorade because the headquarters is right down the street from us. Come over here. Alabama can't do that. Come over here. Alabama, the country. And they got corn, they got, they got cornfields. They got sheds full of tools. And they got cows. They they ain't got they ain't got nothing. They ain't got the shit that Texas got. They ain't got the oil money that Texas got. We can get you a whole bunch of money. Just come on over here. If if, if you got somebody recruiting players like that. Hey, I don't see the problem. Mm-mm. I don't see the problem. I mean, and, shoot, and jobs if, recruit the exact and, same way. And if the problem is, well, it ain't fair. How fair? Well, how fair is it every year for Alabama to have the number one recruiting class every year? How how fair is it for there to only be? Four teams in the college football playoffs, and Alabama always get a wash in the national championship, except Clemson. Like, like I, I like I don't I don't want to hear. Fair is a place where pigs ride bicycles. Hmm. If you know that place, that's where fair is. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not trying to hear it. Like, yo, fuck you, Nick. Pay me now. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna now. If I was a recruit, and somebody said, "Hey, Mike, come to come to Duke, and you can make three million dollars. You can make three million dollars signing with Duke." Me personally, I might have to be like, "I'm gonna take this seven hundred fifty thousand nil deal to go somewhere else." I can't go. I can't do Duke. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't do Duke. You know, like I can't. Duke is a hard. Duke is a hard. Duke is against my religion. That's a Tar Heel fan. It's against my religion as well. It's against my religion. Can't do it. You can't know what I'm do it. Like to me, but this NIL deal is what is it going to do? It's going to be great in basketball, as far as recruiting and making them more parallel. Because for a while, it was. Best five guys went to Kentucky. Everybody else failed where they could. Or Duke grabbed up two or three of them. Now the whole one and done deal. I can now keep a kid there who's not going to be a top five pick. Hey, I believe that. I believe the NIL deals, the way the the one and dones. I believe all of that is the reason why Coach K retired. And you know what? I'm grateful. Like Coach K didn't want to do it. Coach K didn't want to do it. Or he didn't want to deal with it instead of bitching and complaining. He was like, you know what? I've been doing this for 40 years. I done had a lot of success. Like, I'm good. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't try to bash the system. He recognized that things are changing. And it was something that he knew he was going to have a hard time adapting to. Plus, he's getting you, old. 
I think that's why Roy left because Roy's younger than him. Yeah, like yo, so it's like Nick. Instead of complaining, instead of bitching and complaining, recognize, adapt to leave. Recognize that this is how it's going to be, and either you can you you have a choice to deal with it or not. I promise you, if you retire, I know you're good for life. You already seventy. I know you can live the rest of your days not doing shit. Honestly, I would if I if if I was at a point where I had that much of a problem with what was happening inside of a sport that I that I I claim to love, like things you love change. Yeah, like we're no, both facts. parents, right? Facts. My son is is not gonna be this little cute asshole his entire life. That's what he is right now. He's an adorable little asshole. But when he turns seven, he's just gonna be a dick. At some point, yeah. At some point, yeah. So, I, it does not go. It's not going to change the fact that I love him. He's just changing. Same yeah. thing with the game of football. Like when I played, the game was different. It was very different. Like take my play style when I was in high school. Take my play style. A a bruiser type of quarterback, big, can skate if I needed to. Decent size arm, pretty accurate. I'm a fucking defensive end if I go back and play again. Because of my size, because of my arm length, because of my ability to get around. That's it. I'm not playing quarterback if I go back and play because the game has changed so much. Nowadays, the quarterback got to be just as fast as the fucking wide receiver. Yeah, what point, what point are you making? Because you lost me. The fact that you can still love something, but it's changed. Okay, yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. Yeah, get, get, either get the fuck over or to leave. Like, yeah, and, either and get the fuck over or leave. So you know what I did? Instead of just leaving the game alone, I decided to jump back into that bitch. 100%. Started yeah. coaching. So, you kind of bring it back full circle. With the NIL deals, when you're used to being... Number one, you're used to being that guy. You're used to things going your way. And when shit switches, it can shock the system. I'm not going to sit here and deny that. It can shock the system. It's no different than when I was working at Spectrum and shit would change because you know, time wanted to change in the Spectrum. And TWC stood for when we was in that office, things will change. Didn't stand for Time Warner Cable. That shit said things will change. You had to know that. Shit was going to be different. Yeah, I mean. Things, and that, that's something I've adapted to in my life. Both of us know this hell. We both had two different shows before. I was a guest on yours. You were a guest on mine. Now we're doing this shit together. Things will change. You have to adapt and move forward. Hey, you giving too many life lessons. <laughs> you can, you giving too many life lessons. My whole point is, hey, Nick, fuck you, pay me. I, I mean, that, that, that's, that, that's, that's the baseline of it. But I'm just saying, in many cases, you got to, you have to look at it that way. I mean. You have to look at it that no, way. No, Nick Saban don't. He's 70. He ain't got to look at shit. He got all. The, I mean, my thing is either, either adapt or move on. That That is exactly why I said. 
Alabama and Texas A&M just need to have a joint scrimmage and the coaches just need to be involved. Better yet, Nick Saban and Jimbo just need to put on ice skates and go participate in the hockey playoffs. Go beat each other the fuck up. Like, yo, just scrap. Like, just scrap, yo. Like, like. You know what? I honestly believe. You know, I, I now I understand. Had, had Bama not slipped up, and I'm taking it back back on this one. Had Bama not slipped up and kicked that fucking field goal that Auburn took all the way back, the kick six. What about it? It would have been Bama, Florida State for that championship. What they got to do with anything? Everyone was saying that at that year that those are the two best coaches, two best teams the entire fucking season. All of that animosity, that buildup, they never got a chance to actually duke it out that way. Oh, you talking about Jimbo and, and Nick Saban? Yeah, Jimbo look, and Nick. Look, look, look. I don't give a fuck about their schools. I don't give a fuck about their teams. I'm I don't know just, why Bama's complaining about I, NIL. They got I, money. No, no, no. See, stop. it's not Bama that's complaining about NIL. It's Nick Saban complaining about NIL. Nick, fuck you. Pay me. It's literally that simple. Like, yo, pay me or get out the fucking way. And stop bitching and complaining. Now I understand why people say when you get old, you turn into it. You, ha- you got to be taken care of like a baby all over again. Because that's what Nick sound like right now. A fucking baby. He felt like a fucking kid. Like, yo, you 70. It's about time for you to retire anyway. Oh, true. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, like get the fuck out of here. All right. So... Before we finish off the sports, and we did a, we sports went a lot way a lot lot longer. Yeah, but 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 before we finish off the sports, I just have to say it's kind of rough today. Uh, yeah. Being a cowboy fan, uh, Marion Barber passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was thirty eight years old. Thirty eight. Um. Don't nobody know why. Uh, somebody came to his apartment, did a wellness check on him, saw him laying dead. So I'm sure there's going to be more news about that, you know, in the coming days or whatever, about maybe cause of death or, you know, something, hopefully. But um, and I know he played for the Chicago Bears, but don't know don't nobody consider Marion Barber no Chicago Bear. Hell no, um, that was a cowboy through and through. Yeah. Um to Julius Mar- Jones spot. Marion Mar- Barber. Marion Barber was uh one of my favorite players, my one of my favorite football players. Um he ever played uh took Julius Jones spot, which you know, I like Julius Jones too. I thought Julius Jones was a was a cool running back. He just wasn't Steven Jackson. Um yeah, he was he was the beast mode before beast mode. Um literally, literally Marion Barber has the greatest two yard run you will ever see in your life. That was um, the strongest two yard run I have ever yeah, seen in my life. Yeah, yeah, facts. Um what I will should say should have been a is, five yard loss. What I it should have been a touchback. What I will say is and you can take my you can take my word with a grain of salt. I'm not saying that this is the cause. I don't know what the cause is, but I do remember a few years ago reading the story. I want to say it was like two or three years ago reading the story about him possibly having like 
mental health problems because of all the hits that he took. So I don't know if it was some CTE related. I don't know if it was like if it was some other mental stuff going on or whatever. Um, but um, it sucks. Um, so prayers up for his family because they got to deal with it. And uh, the rest of my cowboy faithful, you know, what I'm saying so it's it's kind of weird it's, yeah, yeah it's kind of weird it's it, it was a sad i told you when i found out about it on my way back home from work mm-hmm. i checked my phone like i usually do in traffic because fuck else i'm gonna do um check my own check the phone this girl we know that well i don't even know if you know her she left after your freshman yes i doubt you do but um she posted about it. Cow, big Cowboy fan. So whenever y'all lose, I do talk shit to her. Um, <laughs> but um, I saw it. And the first person I thought about was you sitting in a room playing Madden 10. Running over. Run, <laughs> running <laughs> over everybody. Yo, running With over. Marion Barber. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. I ain't saying Marion Barber is the greatest running back ever. I'm not saying Mary. I'm not saying Marion Barber was the greatest Madden player ever. You, but you will never find another Madden running back that had a stiff arm as strong as Marion Barber. That stiff arm was lethal, <laughs> lethal. I, matter of fact, I forgot. I forgot who. I forgot who I was playing, but I ain't gonna never forget the time I was running with Marion Barber, stiff arm somebody, and the defender got hurt. Yo, <laughs> yo, this is on a video game. Yo, yo, Marion Barber. For me, Mar- for me, Marion Barber was that dude. Marion Barber was that dude for me. Like he was that dude. Yeah, but I, I, I enjoy watching him play. I. It was that was to me right around the time when the running back position was starting to come back a little bit. It was around that era because it was him, Marshawn, Marion. Marion Barber is the reason is the reason why I know about Minnesota running backs to this day. Marion Barber put Minnesota on the map as far as running backs were concerned. Like, dude was a monster. Like you had never heard, you had never heard of Minnesota running backs coming into the league and like being good until Marion Barber. Like you know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, so man. Like, like you said before, man, rest in peace to Marion the Barbarian. Yes, sir. Um, may not be a Hall of Famer, but you are in the Hall of our hearts, man. So, prayers out to you and your family. You know, yeah. make sure everything's good there. I mean, normally we, we don't like to don't put somber stuff in on the show, but when something hits you on a personal tip, you gotta talk about it. Yeah, and something else that we do hold you know near and dear to our hearts on a personal tip, of course. I mean, the show is called Off the Stick Show, so we're gonna slide over to this game, and our game has some news today. Yeah, and some beautiful stuff too. So I did get a chance in the. 30 minutes I had after work and before the show started to watch a lot of the stuff that happened today. I'm going to do this in order of importance to us in particular. 
I'm going to go ahead and get the Pokemon stuff out of the way because I care a lot about that shit. We finally, as the Pokemon community, we can all stand and raise our hands. We finally get to join our friends on the fucking journey. Finally. Finally. We we got it. I can link with my girl. I can link with my boy Sean and anybody else who I know that still plays. I can finally just say, hey, I'm running my journey. I got four badges. I Man, if girl. you don't she give them the two. damn release date. Dude, don't yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, damn it. We ain't going to sit here and do that yelling at me stuff. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> now, <laughs> the release date is as I fucking called it. I told you Pokemon releases in November. Every time they drop something new, that's a main series title. It drops in November. November 18th. That means I will have 120. I'm sorry for everybody whose accounts I'll be handling that day. I ain't doing shit for you. I am handling everything on that Pokemon game. Point blank and period. I'm doing it and I gotta keep my tradition up. I start off every single new game with the fire type no matter how ass that Pokemon may be. Alright. I always do. You, you, my you first Pokemon you. was Cyndaquil. 